Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Here we go again. Glory Days. How we doing, folks? Oh, I do. oh sorry, I was just um, galloping water there. Look, you're allowed. I just wanted, I was going to point that out, actually, to the uh, the good people of Glory Days. That, um, you know, I, this might have to be a shorter one because yeah, my learned friend and colleague here is not feeling great. No. You've had you've, you've, you've had illness struggles, haven't you? All week, yeah, I have, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I've been coughing and spluttering. No, out. I know, I know. Unfortunately, it's not COVID. I would have loved a week off, you know. I know there's people out there going, so I could have sworn you weren't well as well, Jim. Yeah, but I mean, we don't talk about that. No, no. Uh, Jim is permanently unwell. Well, uh, so it's you know you get used to it. Um, although, in fairness, you're the one that's never had a sick day ever. You know, you, like you just don't get sick. You know, you. I've had it. I've had a, an okay. I've had a, an okay. okay yeah, run. but he wasn't even sick when he had COVID. He, he got COVID, and By he was way, like, in case he just wasn't allowed to come to work. But sure, he was grand. He was probably out climbing hills. And in case you, you know, were wondering what happened there, it wasn't the voices in PJ's head talking oh, sorry, to him. It was Clint. Him. Yeah, it was Clint yeah, actually yeah. shouting into him there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was. Oh, yeah. Technically, I did contract. Yeah. A disease. Yeah, you, and you're no bother to you. You just walk through diseases. I uh, laugh in the face of You diseases. do, you laugh in the face. <laughs> I'm a much more gentle petal of a papella altogether. That is know? extraordinary, isn't it? That is yeah. kind of true. I mean, obviously, I'm the, the shy, retiring, you know, sort of delicate flower yeah. in terms of personality. And you are, stick with me, yeah. you are the, the boisterous, rough and tumble... Um, feet first, you know. Well, okay. Whatever. Yes. And yet, you're the one who, like, a mere, you know, a mere oyster can send you into backflips. But yeah, but an oyster is like, that's no one's supposed to eat oysters. They're not food. They're, that, that's yeah. the sort of shit they give to, like, criminals that just so they can keep them alive. Yeah. Because of human rights. Or even it, even some of your own cooking has been known to send I, you to a, yeah. a dark place. I, I know, but, I, like, we've eaten the same things. At, at the same time, yeah. and I've had a very bad effect. Like, and like, I we, we ate like these really hot chilies here once, and I had a gig that night, and I got on stage, and it literally nearly blew the trousers off me on stage in front of an audience, and then I was vomiting and everything. I was like texting Jim. I think uh, the expression, if I remember correctly, was rusty water. Rusty There's water. There's rusty water coming out of my bottom. Yeah, that's gym. exactly what it was like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and Jim was like, "Sure, I don't want to anything. Not a bother, you know." <laughs> like Jim, you could butter. We said this before. You could butter an old fucking sandal, and Jim would be able to eat it. He could put it in a toaster, put it out, and eat it. But and you go, see, that's got. A, I think that bread's off. Whereas I would have, I would have said that I actually, str- I'd struggle now. I mean, we've spoken before about you know those reality shows. Oh, you're, I could you're, never. you're always getting offered reality shows, right? Yeah. And thankfully, in the Irish versions of stuff, there isn't an equivalent to that uh, jungle business. Yeah, the I'm a celebrity, get me out of here stuff. Yeah. So, uh, because we've often said that whatever about the the danger bits or whatever, you know, the the heights or the whatever the other stuff challenges they do. Or even the the creepy crawlies. Even the rats running up and down me. I'm used to that. (laughs) I was just going to say. You know, the spiders and all. Have you seen this gaff? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No problem. Should I shake the spiders out of me jocks before I put them on every morning? But the eating, I yeah, because never. you see, I don't understand. How do you overcome your gag reflex? I don't know. Surely that's just in you. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You're yeah. going to gag. I, I, yeah, and there's no way when they do the whole thing, and you always get one person that's even worse. So you get fish guts for one lad, and he's like, Mwah. and then you guess the next one might be something like I don't know, like um, uh, at the tail of a crocodile or something. And then it's literally kangaroo bollocks, and like, yeah. you're like I can't. Yeah, y- you can't. Do Although that. I have to say, I'd probably, 
Again, probably because it's one is meat and the other is fish. Yeah. I'd, prob- I'd probably deal with the kangaroo This bollocks. is what I'm talking about, Jim, now. Like, <laughs> Better than uh, the fish uh, eye. Uh, this is Jim. Uh, this is what I'm saying when the man is the constitution of, a, of an abominable snowman. So I just says, fish cuts and thing, and Jim just goes, mm, right, uh, meat or fish? That's like he's not, he actually has made a mental menu of it. It's a mental menu. What does it come with? That's what Jim's thinking. Because the kangaroo bollocks, does that come with veg after potatoes? That's what Jim's be thinking. Because I know the f- I'm not really into the fish guts. If it's a chowder, I'm not in the humour for the brown bread. That's what he'd be thinking. He got, he's, a different, he's made a mental menu. Where all I'm thinking, I'm just trying to think of disgusting shit. Jim is going, yeah, yeah, well, what is that? Would that be cancelled? quota? Would that be an aperitif now? Or what way would it be? What's for dessert? Uh, a, a dog piss ice cream. Okay, yeah, sure. Give us that in the coffee. No problem. No problem. Oh, yeah. I can't believe. Oh, yeah, it's only when you said it back there that the idea of like I'm just meat or fish. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah it's just but a, you know what I mean. There's like I'm just saying. There's you know it's about the the texture or something in your mouth. Yeah. You know you tend. You, you obviously you're not going to think about the fact that it's something's you know, bollocks. You're going to think really, about the fact that it's. I really hope you end up doing that show at the restaurant. I'd love to see Jim in that. Imagine you, Jim. So what are you cooking for the judges tonight, Jim? Well, I found a. <laughs> I found an old cat dead in the road on the way in. And um, two pigeons. I think they got avian flu, so we'll do them up. I'm sure the germs will go once they hit the pan. Yeah. That could, that's I tell you somebody yeah. should try that that's I mean that's yeah. you know especially in this kind of whole sort of urge towards you know uh, sustainability you know a bit of roadkill now no ah, you know what I mean don't rule it out now. Yeah, no, don't, don't rule it, it out don't knock it till you just it. because it's roadkill doesn't mean it doesn't go well with chips you know marrow fat peas in fairness flat fox and marrow fat peas no problem well, yeah. you, and the weird thing about it is you have you've been exposed to way more sort of exotic foods than I ever have yeah well like you have you've you're quite the broad culinary tastes. Well, and then also from from some of the stranger people that you've grown up with in your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you're the bloke who had a mate that put a pigeon between two slices of bread. He shot it in the back garden and done a mead. Isn't that mental when you think about it? He had it with brown and sauce. And you're giving me stick. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, well, I'm giving you stick. I, I, like, I, it's just, who thinks of that? Like, I, did I ever tell you the story? I, I, I shouldn't say, who, oh, it was Mary's outfit, right? And we were hanging around young, when we were young. Right. Did I ever tell you this story? No. About the injured duck in the garden? No. Oh, f- Jim. So, like, is it better than the pigeon between two slices of I bread? I think it is, right? Because at least they shot the pigeon, right? Right. He just went out and shot it and made food out of it. Right, grand. But we're all from Dublin. There was an injured duck in our back garden. This is in Donnemead as well, right? And and the dad was like, oh, we're a poor fucker now. We're going to have to put it out of its misery, he said, right? But he's a Dublin. We're all Dublin people. We, yeah. We've never put down a duck before. <laughs> yeah. So, like, how would you put down the duck? So... The mad fucker filled up the sink with water, right? And he brought the duck into the kitchen and he shoved the fucking duck's head into the water. And the duck went, like, started spatting the water and batting and went absolutely ape shit. And he starts screaming. He was like, ah! And the duck was going nuts. And then he waited for the duck to go limp. And he took the duck's head out of the water. And the fucking duck goes, <gasps> started breathing again. And he shoved it back in. And the duck went mental again. And was like flapping and beating and kicking. And then he pulled it out when the duck went limp. And the duck again goes, 
and he shoved it back in again. He had to drown the poor fucker about four times and then, before why, it died. Why would you attempt and, to drown a creature that lives on water? He didn't have a gun. And then he, and then he, he's there, there's water all over the floor. The young one is crying her eyes out. I'm he, he obviously couldn't bring himself to wring its neck around. No, anything. he couldn't do it yet. No. Oh, so I, he tried to fucking tried to drown, drown the duck in the kitchen sink and he did. And oh, and, and I've, I've, I've literally witnessed the murder. And then he goes, poor fucker. Someone had to put it over its misery. He goes, they're going, you tortured it to death. You tortured it to death. Yeah. And then he didn't know what to do with it. He goes, can you put a duck in the bin? I was there, you can't even put it in the sink. Can you put a duck in the bin? Yeah, can you put a duck in the bin? Like, oh man. I can't believe Outrageous. Just of all of the things. And you'd have been the only person I know who'd have walked into that room and goes, oh Jesus, yeah, we'll have a sandwich if you're making it. Don't even pluck it. I'll just say, I'll just have it as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I wouldn't like to see it go to waste. Yeah, Jimmy just cut the head off. <laughs> oh, that's going to be lovely now. Duck soup. But you'd boil it in the kettle and drink the duck water. Not a bother. Oh, <laughs> I just, it's just amazing that, that of all of the potential ways of... Like, it, it actually would have made more sense if you'd have tried to gas it or something. Or, or, or I don't you, know. It's maybe just, it's, call the, 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 the GSPCA. Or call someone or bring it to a vet. Yeah, well, there know. is that. Yeah, put it in a box and bring it somewhere. There's a vet down the road. Like, a, a six minutes down the road. You it's know. just the idea of trying to drown an animal that effectively lives on a lake. It lives on, yeah, it's like trying to drown a fish. You know. Or kill a pigeon by throwing it in the air. I know, yeah. That's extraordinary, man. Horrific. Absolutely horrific, yeah. But oh, dear Lord. Thought he was doing the right thing, you know. Yeah. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's as what you, they say. As you've said many times. Yeah, paved with good intentions. Oh, Lord. Right, listen, while you recover after that, uh, you can have a listen to some of the best bits from um, from during the week. Uh, it was a good old week with all sorts of bits and uh, stuff going on, um, including a massive revelation from PJ. Although it wouldn't have come as a revelation to necessarily everybody, but certainly to most of us it came... Uh, as a, re- a, a, a uh, revelation yeah and it was off the back of a photo a photograph that someone sent me during the week on Instagram actually extraordinary yeah. stuff uh, so you can check that out also of course naturally with the week that was in it uh, following on after the, um, the the Queen's funeral and all that sort of stuff um, we had a look at a few of the tributes that, uh, you know maybe not necessarily the, the more normal end They're of the tribute scale absolutely scandalous what people were calling tributes yeah, was, you know they weren't you know certainly unusual for sure uh, also uh, we had a little chat um, about uh, teeth teeth people are people are but this is I still find this extraordinary it's maybe as bad as your man trying to drown a duck yeah people doing their own dentistry yeah is a thing now uh, yeah, yeah, Brits especially it's no wonder their delph is mad crooking over there yeah. And then also, um, as I've said, uh, I've been saying over the last little while, uh, PJ has become our very own um, uh, Serrano de Bergerac or, or Rasputin. He's, oh a, he's one of the truly great lovers, uh, the great Don Juans of, of the world now. Of all the things for me to be called. But apparently we understand why now. Yeah. Because it's the season. Nothing to do with you, buddy. It's not to do with the season. It's like, um, we're basically wildlife, and this is a, uh, there's a very particular name for what's going on. When the mm. Nature Amorotic. just taking its course. Nature's taking its course in the circles of love as we lead into the end of the year. Yeah. So have a listen to all of that, and we'll chat to you on the other side. <laughs> 
Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. If you're on your social media over the weekend, if you're a follower, who, let's face it, who isn't a follower of the great PJ Gallagher? <laughs> Stop it. Um, then you may have noticed um, uh, a little picture that he put out there that was sent to him uh, by a, a, a former classmate. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, what made this unusual... Was it was a was it communion photograph? It was my communion photograph. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What made it unusual was that it was um, it was PJ and the rest of his class, all of whom were in white dresses, because they were all little girls. Yes, because I went to an all girls school, and uh, nobody used to believe me when I said this, but I did. When I, I basically, it's a long story, right? But I went. I when. I was young. We may have, as a family, not taken school extraordinarily seriously and left it so late to enrol in schools that there was no places left. Right. But the state, of course, takes objection to kids not having a school to go to. And that meant wherever, what, any school that had a place you were going to go to that school. And I ended up <laughs> in a convent school. <laughs> Uh, so, I, which was so an all-girls school. There was you, yeah, and just how many other girls? Oh, I don't know. Like in the hundreds, are we talking? Oh, hundreds. Yeah, it was, it's a big school. Well, you know, God. no wonder you're such a hit with the ladies. Uh, but I believe it, it explains a lot. You was, learned young. I tell you something, Jim. <laughs> I connect on a, my formative years were surrounded by, um, yeah. you know, uh, females. I think that's uh, why I my I best say, friends still to this day are probably women. One of the best uh, responses um, when you put it out, right? So there's literally this photograph, typical kind of uh, Irish communion style photograph of the you know people like all these girls in their white dresses and and then this one little lad uh, with his rosette or whatever and me dicky bow and your dicky bow and you put it out there and one of the responses was which one is you PJ yeah there was all loads of that and I'm right at the back in the middle with me little Sujan because I'm in black and they're all in white you know That's... and it looks like I'm an 8 year old cult leader it looks like I'm an 8 year old LDS leader well that was the other well, that was one of the other great responses isn't there a show on at the moment keep sweet pray and obey it's called and it's about a sort of cult thing, and it's about it? exactly a cult an LDS cult like Latter Day Saints cult yeah and the cover for, for it is exactly like my picture the wedding the polygamy wedding is exactly like my communion picture, except One that we're man all surrounded children. by all these women in white dresses. Yeah, yeah, like it's and people are like, "How has this been? This is not true." I swear to God, it's true. And so many people were saying, "There's no." I heard you say it before, but I always thought it was part of a gag or it wasn't real. No, it was so. Like, what are the practicalities of going to an all-girls school? Well, I don't ba- know. Back I, then, like, well, well, I don't know. I just I was a little girl for a few years. I do. I went to school. Like even things like having to go to the toilet and everything. Oh yeah, no. I just don't remember ever doing that. Now that you say, I don't... You never went to to a toilet in the school. I don't remember. I actually don't remember that. You were fussy even I do remember, though, in art class, uh, the teachers making a big fuss because uh, you had to wear a smock. Right. And the smocks are dresses, like. And and I'd be wearing my little dress thing. (laughs) Doing... (laughs) Would you have your trousers on under, would you? Uh, yeah, it had me, yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. it had me cacks on, but I still had to wear it to protect the clothes, like, yeah, and the teacher's making a big deal out of it, I remember that, oh and there was God. actually four other boys who were, oh, in, you weren't the, alone, oh, no, there was four other boys in the school as well, yeah, there was, there was five boys and like 300 and something girls, whatever, yeah, 
It was, it was, yeah, I know. I ha- I've had a very strange life, really. It, yeah. You know. It's been interesting, it's been to in- say the least. I, and that picture does look like the start of a Netflix series. It does, you know. Yeah. It's like one of those things. He was uh, uh, in a girl's school <laughs> before he went crazy, you know. Didn't somebody, did somebody send you a message saying that that was, that was the euphoria, that was the beginnings of your cult? Yeah, and Dairy Girls. Because, you oh, know, that's Dairy the Girls. other one. That's the other one I saw, yeah. yeah. And because about 150 people sent me, oh my God, you're the guy from Dairy you're Girls. You're the real, what's his name, James, is it? James from Dairy Girls. And they were all tagging Lisa McKee, or is that her name? The woman who, the one wrote, who wrote it. Who wrote it. But she hasn't oh reacted at all. Oh, maybe she, maybe she's been. Maybe she's upset. I'm the real deal. Yeah. you know what I mean. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it was based on you. That's a possibility, all right. Because he is a bit of a, he is a bit of a dim within it. Yeah, I suppose he is. <laughs> he is Jim. I will say. So you're the real James. I will from say Derry though, Girls. I was the smartest boy in my class. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you went home and told your mom every day? Yeah. Once again, I was the top boy. Yeah. Best boy in the whole school, actually. Never passed an exam, but nobody ever did better. <laughs> it's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Historic day, by any manner or means, you'd have to say, uh, across the pond there with the uh, funeral of um, uh, of the Queen. And, um, and naturally enough, as you'd expect... You know, huge amount of tributes being paid from all sorts of places and uh, all sorts of people. From and everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just yesterday, the 10 days preceding it. Yeah, yeah. And the question does have to be asked, when is a tribute an appropriate tribute? Yes, because exactly. there was a, quite a number of tributes, which you'd have to say were somewhat suspect in whether or not you know, the Queen or the Royal Family might have seen us as a tribute. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's, I guess there's um, some stuff has, like Clint... Ah, Clint, I was very surprised. I didn't know he was such a royalist. To be there honest. you go. Standing Part in line. Of the Commonwealth. For 14 hours. 14? Wasn't it 14 hours? Oh. And he put up a post saying, my queen. I didn't realise Clint was so... There you go, you see. I, I would have been much less rude about the whole thing <laughs> had I known. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, and then, of course, you get tributes like the Clintage, whether you are a part of it or not. Yeah. Quite a touching tribute. And then you get um, the Roebuck Bay Hotel, for instance, who is having a wet t-shirt competition uh, to remember the Queen. Uh, they say it's a celebration of all women uh, to remember one of the greatest of all, is what they say. Yeah. You do uh, get the sense there could be a little bit of piggybacking or something going on. Because it, it wouldn't be the thing that would spring to mind initially when you could think about a tribute would be a wet t-shirt competition. Well, they, they asked the venue that. There's been an awful lot of backlash online, of course. Um, and guy, uh, the guy who runs it, he says that, well, look, we all pay our, play our part. We all have our own way of paying tribute. And in this bar... The best nights we ever had were wet t-shirt nights. Wow. So how fitting, yeah. uh, how ill-fitting uh, yes, some of those t-shirts would be. Be. Uh, would it be. A, actually, there was a video going around of, um, it looked like one of those party resorts, you know, sun-type destination party resorts. Yeah, And yeah. it was owned, I think, by two or three English businessmen. And they, um, they said that they were doing a tribute. And they basically had scantily clad... Dancers, maybe yeah, dancers yeah. is the only word I can think of. Um, with just those, you know, the things that the guards wear—the big furry, oh, hat the Queen's thing, guard, the, the big high furry hat. Yeah. So it was just no, wear nothing but them and a bikini. Basically, like half a dozen sort of, 
you know, people in their underwear walking along with the big hats on. It just looked and, like... M- and they were saying that it was... You know, they were giving it the full, you know, we, as as British citizens, want to acknowledge... And I was like... Yeah, yeah. Those people are just wearing their underwear. But that's nothing to do with the Queen. That's like Marge Simpson in the, in the bikini. You Very know? strange. And there has been... Like, even the one... There was one yesterday where this... Um, and I, I, I think they were genuine. I don't think they were in any way taking the Michael or anything. You know what I mean? They put. They were, it was a, a dump, a, a municipal dump. Yeah, like a, a county council dump in England, and they had um, built. Yeah, the Queen at the front of it as a tribute out of stuff that was on like tires and things, and, and the, painted it and everything. Like that's uh, yeah, not they a, built a Queen out, not, out of rubbish, basically. Yeah. And then that's, they closed. Not, that's not an appropriate tribute. And then some businesses closed that you would wonder what the crossover is. Like it was one thing when the British Kebab Awards came out and w- wished yeah. their sympathies. That was one thing. But a gay sex sauna closed um, yesterday for the day. And you have to wonder where the crossover is, you know. You, like, is there some sort of thing where it's like us queens in... Honour of the Queen. I don't know. I'm I'm reaching at straws yeah, here. And you're on your own there, buddy. You're not dragging me down that particular no, lane, no, no, that's I for just, sure. I'm just wondering. I don't know. And this yeah. is a genuine question. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that, then there's the tributes like the, to the new king, which but, are... But there's also the ones that are, like, literally putting up sales offers. As in, in honour of Her Late Majesty, we're offering you... 33% off yeah oh, I mean that's get off and stay. Summers given half price fake things you know for the Queen get out of it now you're yeah. jumping on that a bit of, bit of that's outrageous yeah. now selling say, saying you're giving everyone a litre of lube instead of a half a bucket because the Queen that is just like that is a sales technique I don't care who yeah. you are that is the cheekiest thing you could ever do there's, you there's know. some people who are kind of like you know yeah yeah you know I don't I mean? think they're taking it seriously. They're people. not taking it seriously. Oh, yeah. Here is a lot of... It has been extraordinary. Like. Yeah, yeah. We are giving you 20% off sex butter for the whole weekend. You're like, what are you talking... What even is that? Can you eat it? I don't know what you're talking about. And then there's like all the, the tributes to the new king. Like that butcher who decided he was releasing... Oh, yeah, we did that in the show last week. Yeah, King Charles Sausage Fingers. And he was serious. Yeah. He's not... He like, didn't... He wasn't even... He wasn't actually having... Like, he's a, a genuine... A royalist himself, like yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a, a supports the monarchy. Oh yeah, he and was, he thinks it's a tribute. He was like, yeah, yeah. My sausages look just like the king's ends, and and the thing is, he's not actually doing anything. He's just rebranding sausages. Yeah, that's all he's doing. He had sausages before this. Yeah, now he's just rebranding them as the king's sausages. You know, again, yeah, you, you'd like you'd have to wonder whether he, like, in other words, if he said it to King Charles, "Look what I've done." Yeah, would you be happy about it? Mind you, in fairness, at least his sausages are edible, which is more than they can say about Anne Summers. Glory days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Anything medical? Yeah, don't do it yourself. And now that seems that the twenty percent of people in Britain, right, because the NHS now have such a long queue. Uh, to get to see dental appointments in particular, for some reason, they're saying now 20% of British people are doing their own dentistry work on themselves. One in five Brits are doing their own dentistry work, which is terrifying. They're pulling out black teeth um, with pliers uh, and working on themselves. And then other people, but get this, are making their own homemade false teeth (laughs) using resin and super glue. 
Like who who thought don't that was a do that? Don't uh, Brits have a reputation for having the worst delf yeah. in the world anyway? The Americans give them a ferocious hard time, hard time, don't they? Yeah, yeah. oh, the, like the British delf, you know, and you do see the lads like the Jeremy Coyle gang. <laughs> you know the way you'd see lads and that, and they'd have one tooth. Like a, like a lad over cartoon. Yeah. You know, and go, oh, I don't know. Why are you new teeth? I've never used a knife. Like, fuck. You know, like, it's all of that sort of crap. Uh, so, look, I'm all for, you know, yeah. I, I, the DIY, look at you yourself with the DIY. I mean, you know, I'm all for... <laughs> oh, my God, don't start that. I'm all for trying your hand at something. At something but not... But not medical procedures. Don't be gluing anything into your mouth. There's reasons that dentists go to colleges and stuff for years, years. on end. It's so hard <laughs> to become a dentist. Like, there's so much involved in being a dentist. You're working with such a small surface area and then you've got, like, you know, like, lads, like, you know, tree top. Oh, no, tree top's a terrible name. <laughs> but whatever you come up with, like... <laughs> Yeah. What was that even a name for? I, thought, I was t- trying to think of an English gangster name and I came up with tree tops. Yeah, were you thinking of brick top maybe? Brick from top! <laughs> That's the fella! Brick top! That's the fella! Brick top! Yeah, tree top was his lesser known <laughs> mate who wasn't really that scary. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god! Yeah. I, so yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'll stick with it. So like, all right, tree top. Because that's the, it's funny you should say that now. Because that is a thing. You'd imagine that that a gangster torturing somebody. One of the things they might do to them would be pull their teeth out. Yeah, so yeah. So you got people doing it to themselves in England to save a few quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume it's a saving. Is that what the idea behind that, it is? Well, it's actually not the As saving. It's like... that the, the, the queue is so long. Oh, right, okay. They can't get onto the queue because they don't pay over there anyway. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's uh, right. The, the NHS. Yeah, so they don't pay. But you'll get lads. So are they doing that whole sort of like string to the back of the door thing? They're doing that, yeah, and using pliers. And you're right, there'd be people doing that with gangsters. They'd be going, uh, Well, does it? You're a rat. If you yeah. go, I am a rat. And then pull, uh, torture my yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to pull your, pull your fingernails out. I'll tell you what, you couldn't do me a favour uh, and take out my molar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the wisdom to eat a cat in your gums off me. <laughs> Like, it's bananas. It's absolutely bananas. Dentistry and, uh, DIY. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's people, like, I don't know, that try anything. And, and there's always this... I, I don't know what it is about Britain that has its own selection of oddballs that will give anything a go. There's something that very sort of American about Brits as well, where they think... Just like, you know, it's almost like a tally-ho, we can do anything if we put our mind to it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a bit of that, isn't yeah. there? There's always a bit of, yeah, you don't need a dinky, so I'll just wrap that, round, wrap a little bit of rope around it, tie it to the back of the moped, <laughs> pull your face off. I mean, whatever about pulling teeth out, yeah. which, I mean, okay, like the old idea of that, you know, when somebody was a kid, which thankfully doesn't happen anymore. Don't do this, right? Don't do this. No. But the idea of, of wrapping a, a string around a tooth that was loose uh-huh, on the door. And the door thing, right? And then you kick the door but closed or something. Like, you're saying that they make their own false teeth. They make their own false teeth using resin. What sort of face are you going to end up with with that? Like, that is a Jeremy Coyle episode waiting to happen. Yeah. My name is Derek and I need a dentist because I've, I've made my own dentures. You know, you just look like just one big long toot. Actually, a lot of them look like them lads that come back from Turkey. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. If you were with us at any stage during the week, you might have heard me mention that our very own PJ Gallagher, star of so many things and, and hero of so many things, yes. has also now recently uh, become uh, our very own Morning Glory Don Juan. Relationship expert. He's become, he's beco- as I said earlier on, he's like the, the Rasputin or the or the Serrano de Bergerac 
You know, he's he literally, is. he's out there. He's sharing the love everywhere and anywhere. Yes. He's yes. like, I'm actually thinking of rechristening him LLPJ. Yeah. I, Ladies I, love PJ. I think as a man who's never had a successful relationship in his life, I'm qualified. And the thing is that now we know why. It turns out it's, it's just, it's, it's nature, PJ. It's nature, It's yeah. this time of year is doing it to you. Cuffing season. Cuffing it's season. It's cuffing season. Believe it or not, it's actually a thing. The world has changed. So now there's this thing called cuffing season. And uh, what it basically is, is when two people get together at this time of year, yeah. knowing the winter is coming, they kind of accept, we're not going to make it. You know, <laughs> we're like, come the good days, we won't be around each other. But it'll be nice during winter to have someone to cuddle up to and snuggle with and keep warm with. And so it's a premeditated you'll do for the winter. It's a pre exactly yeah. It's a premeditated settling. You know. Oh yeah. So you think I'm not going to go out. I'm yeah. going to try and save. I the certainly food. won't be spending my life with you, but definitely <laughs> not. I'm not yeah. even going to spend money going, to, going out with you. Yeah, I was just going to say, as long as we're indoors and none of my mates see you, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy. I've been that guy. I'll do that again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. From yeah. most lads' point of view, would be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That seems, seems reasonable. Fair enough. I, I'll be watching the new thing on Netflix. Yeah, no problem. I'll get the chicken balls and see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so this And so this is a nature thing. Your nature tells you you need somebody to help stay to warm. To cough with, yeah. To almost, to almost to hibernate with. Exactly, yeah. So because you're saving money through the winter and all, so you don't want to go out. You don't want to be meeting people. You don't. You want to be just sort of like staying warm in the house. You want to not be lonely during the winter. Yeah. Your friends aren't around as much. Got fair play to you, so man. So you just you're, settle for someone. You're a you're a veritable charity at the moment. I mean, you're keeping the, the amount this of houses. The amount of houses you're keeping warm. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. not even allowed into the houses. <laughs> So this is a thing now. This wow. is a thing, yeah. It's a, the world has changed. It's so hard to keep up with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like when you and me were young, you got married the, just before your confirmation. Uh, you know, you made a few yeah. quid from the aunties and uncles that had paid for it. It's because when you think about it, all joking aside, like literally, you know, it's probably not that long ago that the whole sort of sex before marriage thing was, was a, uh, in a, Ireland. Absolutely, right. no and living together before marriage. No, and now we're we're accepting cuffing season, where yeah. it's like, look at yeah. We'll be at each other during the winter, and then you can go your own way because I'm not hanging around with you anymore. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Come the first of March, right, George? I'll see you later. It's Kevin, but anyway. <laughs> Glory days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. So there you go, some of the best bits from uh, from during the week, folks. Um, huh. And this, come here, listen. This thing, um, you're, you know, now that you're in full coughing season. Yes, yeah, a yeah. coughing season. A coughing season. Yeah, yeah. 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 What did you? I suppose you, you know, colds and flu. It is kind of coughing season. You I, could be, you could be coughing and coughing at the same. I am actually coughing and coughing, coughing, coughing all the time. Co- co- yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely am at the moment. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, is, do you think this is, is? You know, do you think this is going to be? The, is this the new you? I'm just saying. What do you mean? What? Are you, are you, have you decided that it? You know, a cuffer. Because as I was saying, er, you know, when we we're talking during the week. You know, you're sort of LLPJ now. I don't think I am, man. Do you I know don't what I mean? like. No, I think you're just you're you're you casting know, aspersions. I think you hid your light under a bushel for a while. Do you think so? Yeah. Or yeah. you hid something under a bushel, and now you're exposing it for all the world to see. I don't know. I I just think I'm turning into the fans. I just think I'm just <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just an elf on a motorbike wearing leather jackets, talking to women. Hey, <laughs> what's the story with you? 
This is groovy. It's the best image ever. Uh, yeah, yes. This is fantastic. <laughs> You're gonna be a, a real life Fonz. Yeah, yeah. A lad, yeah. a lad who's like hanging old around. enough to be most of their dads. Dads hanging around <laughs> coffee shops. Hey, groovy pants. <laughs> you wanna get on Daddy's bike? Can we do some miles together? You want to go to disco? And, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, that's is that's kind of it. So, yeah, I've got to be the lad now with the long hair. I grow the hair and get the ball patch. You know that lad? Uh, yeah. Get me leather case on me phone. Why don't you give me your digits, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I giving you digits, baby? Uh, I'll give you a night like it's your 27th birthday. Young wow. woman, you don't you don't uh, impose that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio rule, right? Do you? Oh uh, no, you're joking. Yeah, uh, no, oh, no, no. You, you you impose it on the basis of like, well, I'd probably draw a line at about seventy five. Yeah, yeah. But if you're under <laughs> sixty, don't be frisky, because Papa's going for a ride. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to leave now. Yeah, yeah. Right. <sighs> I don't know whether it's to laugh or to be sick. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's a sick image. I actually never know. I, I never even knew I was a pervert until now. <laughs> You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.